Hello, my fellow friends. It is I, James, uh, your favorite podcast host. Uh, welcome to Buttermilk Boulevard. I'm back. We are here, and it's all great. Good things are happening today. Uh, today, we are doing something I haven't done in a minute now. Um, but uh, let me adjust my mic here. I should have, I should have been prepared before I hopped on this anyway. Uh, welcome to Butterbell Boulevard. We are the podcast that talks about music, amongst other things. And um, today we are going to talk about the Grammys, the 2022 Grammys specifically, um, which is covering uh, supposedly 2021 up to 2020, believe it or not. Um, <clears throat> we'll kind of get into that a little bit here shortly but just as always just to start with a little bit of the admin stuff uh thank you so much for listening if you're new to the podcast maybe consider following whatever um (laughs) you know if you're interested to um it's early for me so hence why i'm a little bit lackluster but the um thank you for checking out the channel if you're new if you're a returning guest thank you so much for coming back i appreciate it um, you know, I, uh, I try my best to get as many regulars as I can, and I appreciate it if you're checking us out. We do this for free, after all. Um, so let me give it, tell you all a little story. Last week, I, um, I, I fully intended to put out a podcast on Sunday, um, or I, I usually record on Sundays, and then it comes out on Monday. Um, but I spent seven hours in an airport uh, on Friday. Thursday, uh, here in Texas, it got really icy and snowy, etc., etc. It started around Wednesday night, um, and it was just awful. So, um, I had a flight to Colorado on Thursday, and I was going to come back Sunday. Um, and was hoping to be back Sunday early enough to at least get another episode out. But... Um, Thursday, the flight got canceled because of the snowstorm, and no, nobody, me or my friends, we weren't really that shocked. We were going to go to Winter Park, Colorado, um, maybe ski, I don't know. We hadn't really decided 100% if we were going to do that, but it was one of those situations. If we're going to Colorado in the middle of uh, winter, we might as well, right? Um, but no, we, we really just wanted to go out there and kind of relax, chill, and have a, you know, just have a relaxing time. That, that was, that's probably a vacation I have not taken in a while. Um, most people, when they think of an idea of a vacation, they think about doing a bunch of shit. Um, but sometimes it's nice to just go somewhere and not do a fucking thing, you know. <laughs> just, you know, get out of your state or whatever, you know, get out of your local area or places you see all the time and just kind of lay back, relax, and maybe have some good food, and that's about it. Like, there's not really much else to do. Um, some people might think of that as a waste of finances. I don't. I think it's a, it's an amazing use of your money. But um, nonetheless, so Thursday, Thursday the flight got canceled. That, like I said, it was kind of obvious with the snowstorm and all that stuff. There was ice all over the roads, etc. Uh, so probably ice on the runways as well. And then uh, Friday, we rescheduled it to Friday afternoon, mid-afternoon, um, like one o'clock or something. Um and uh, it, it never got canceled. We were fine. Everything was good. We got to the airport. We checked in. Um, there was still ice on the ground, but they were open up the runways. We could see planes taking off, which was all good signs. Um, and then we got to our gate, which they had changed before we got there. Um, got to our gate. They changed the gate <laughs> while we were at the gate because the flight before it um, had, wasn't leaving. The, there was a Chicago flight right before it that wasn't wasn't taken off so they had to move to a different gate 
Um, so we moved to the different gate. We waited an hour. They delayed it. We waited an hour. They delayed it. They waited an hour. They delayed it. Um, you know, five hours later, uh, they canceled it. Oh, um, not just that, but because we checked luggage, the uh, bags just got lost, I guess, for 48 hours, uh, despite the fact that they were in the local airport. You know, they were weren't anywhere other than that. But uh, long story short, that's just a, a fancy way of me saying that's why I didn't do anything Sunday is because even though I was here, um, I was just not in the mood. <laughs> I, I was cold. I was pissed at American Airlines. Uh, not to call anyone out specifically, but um, I mean, it was a rough time for everybody involved. And as far as that, air, as far as the trying to leave or fly or anything like that, I feel bad for anybody who had like an actual business trip to go to, uh, you know, the vacations and stuff. Those can be rescheduled. It sucks. Don't get me wrong. It's disappointing. Um, but those can usually get rescheduled. The only thing you can't do is like, um, it's it's hard to like reschedule like a rental or something. Those are you're you're probably going to eat that cost or get a cancellation fee, which was unfortunately what happened to me. I got a hefty cancellation fee of one hundred fifty dollars, and the rental cost was two hundred dollars. So I saved nothing. <laughs> um, anyway, I used that fifty bucks in like a grocery, I guess, <laughs> but. Um, Anyway, I'm just rambling a little bit today. This is kind of a relaxed, nonchalant podcast episode. I haven't done one of these in a minute. It's the uh, the uh, Grammy Awards show. Um, they announced the nominee list. It, it's been a minute since they announced them. I think they announced them back in November, actually. But um, we are uh, moving forward here, uh, pretending like they had just been announced. Wow, the nominations are out. Um, so we're, uh, we, we did this. I, if it wasn't last year, it was the year before. I can't really remember when the last time we did this. But um, essentially what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go through this list and kind of tell you my opinion on who should win, etc. Uh, I do like the Grammys. I'm not a, I, I do like award shows for the most part. I find them entertaining as shit. Um, even though I don't agree necessarily with their nominations and all that stuff, because um, Grammys and Oscars both have a have a real issue with uh, acknowledging certain categories of either music or movies, I guess, in the case of the Oscars, um, for unknown reasons like horror movies you never see in the Oscars for some reason, horror movies. Uh, animations like Pixar and stuff, anime in general, just anime like fucking like Mugen Train from Demon Slayer. That should absolutely be up there because it's an amazing movie. Um, but like that, those are just examples of that. But also just, you know, maybe the most popular movies in the fucking year, like Spider-Man doesn't get an Oscar nomination. That's weird to me. Like it's it's number three as far as like top selling movie of all time. And it's all of this stuff and people love the hell out of it. And the Oscars are just like, mm, nope, nope. Just going to ignore it. Let's, uh, let's nominate this black and white film again. <laughs> I don't know this time period piece that's been done a million times. Oh, look, a noir film, <laughs> you know, it's like, look artistic, you know, those are great movies and stuff in their own right. But it, it, at, at the same time, you're kind of like, what, what the fuck are you doing? You have 10 slots, <laughs> 10 slots. You can't throw in Spider-Man uh, anyway. Uh, so neither here nor there. So Grammys similarly um, are, are very, uh, they don't have a popular vote, but they are essentially nominating based on popularity. 
Um, I've mentioned this before, but a lot of times when you scroll through the nominations, if you actually go through the Grammy list, there's never just one writer. There's always like 48 <laughs> for one song, not even just an album, just like a song that's like hundreds of producers and album, like writers involved uh, to the point that I feel like it gets muddled and the artist really didn't do much of anything outside of just being there and present. Um, and also, especially with like the, I don't want to be that guy that complains about autotune because autotune does have its place. Autotune um, is a autotune was devised to fix issues with um, uh, singing out of key. So sometimes like if, if you sing, it's supposed to be a G note that you're singing into um, and you accidentally sing to, um, I don't know, a C. I'll just make it up. Um, let's say you actually accidentally hit a G flat or something. Autotune was essentially invented to move that note up to the G. So it sounds like you're still in key. And that's why a lot of these artists um, who who you may not know is using autotune, because most people think of autotune as like that uh, hip hop stylization of it, that kind of like watery vocal line. Um, which, of course, it is used, one, to hide people's lack of being able to sing. Um, but it's also, like I said, a lot of these artists probably use it. A lot of them probably don't even know they use it because it's done in the mixing process. And a lot of times when you got 48 people in the producer chair and in the writing chair and in all this stuff, there's so many people involved. It's like a corporation. It's like it's a business. You know, it's it loses kind of its art. You know, it's not just one person making art. It becomes uh, a product, you know. Um, so it's, you know, it, I'm not complaining about this because they do make good music for what it's worth. But in long story short, autotune is probably present in a lot of your favorite songs, even if the artist doesn't think they actually use autotune. <laughs> and it's just like I said, it's typically used subtly to where you don't even notice it. Um, that being said, so enough of my, uh, bullshit grandstanding and all that stuff. So uh, let's go through this list, shall we? Get some coffee. Uh, how are y'all doing today? Y'all doing good? That's good. Um, again, I don't want to shit on the Grammys because, uh, or, or Oscars for that matter. I actually love, enjoy watching them. So if nothing else, I love the Grammys for the performances. It's the same fucking reason I watched the Super Bowl, which I'm about to go watch in a moment here. But, um, <laughs> so uh, at least by the time you're, uh, you're listening to this, I suppose I've already watched the Super Bowl, but, um, so the 2022 Grammy, I'm just kind of reading from their website here. Just FYI, we're just kind of scrolling through this list. We're just going to kind of mention who's up for awards, and I'm going to tell you who I think should win and probably who will win, um, but neither here nor there. So uh, originally, uh, it, it's weird. This, these Grammys happen pretty fucking late. Um, this is probably the latest Grammys I've heard of. It's April 3rd. Sunday, April 3rd is when the 2022 Grammys are going to take place. Um, but not just that. That's not just the weird, the only weird factor. But the it's the 64th Grammys, just FYI. Um, it's also going to recognize any releases between September 1st of 2020 through September 30th of 2021. That's a little odd to me. Um, September is an odd month to choose as the cutoff because there's so many good records that come off in like November, uh, October, December. I mean, Adele was a re was released late um, 2021. 
So it's kind of odd that like Adele won't get a nod until the next Grammys. She's got to wait another year before the Grammys acknowledge her album. Um, but not just that, but not just acknowledge the album, but also she's probably going to be moving on to her next album by the time that she's getting recognized for her last one. So it's just Adele's just an example, but like that, it's odd to me that you wouldn't just do January to December. And I think the reason that is, is, is because it was 2020 and 2020 was a kind of a fucky year. Sometimes I feel like I'm in 2020 still. <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, fuck, I'm still in quarantine, you know, <laughs> but I, it's like, oh, wait, I can leave now. Um, but anyway, so it's <clears throat> it's just odd to me because it, it, it that time frame is a blur to me. I like kind of remember what happened last year as far as music is concerned, but I've moved on since then. I've slept since then. Um, Of course, I did do my top of 2021. So I have listened to probably a lot of these records because I do listen to the popular stuff, um, but I don't uh, I don't listen to it often. I I would consider myself mostly a metalhead slash hard rock fan Um, and classic rock slash just a. Slash just released an album, which I'm fucking hyped for. Slash is my guitar idol, if y'all didn't know that. But that's why I'll probably, you'll probably never see me do a Guns N' Roses discography until I'm ready to cut this thing off. But um, who knows? Maybe I will one day. Uh, once I, it's just one of those things. It's like, I don't want to do a Guns N' Roses discography because I love that band so much. I don't want to do any kind of disservice to it. And I feel like anything I did would be a disservice to it. I know that's kind of very negative, but um, it's uh, it's just that kind of deal. Like, why would you cook with a $150 steak when you can only really do a $20 steak, you know, <laughs> but, um, I've, I've been watching a lot of master chef. So expect a lot of food references. <laughs> I, I never watched it when it was coming out. So Hulu just has this backlog of it that I'm fucking going through literally binging. I've like, I, I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, <laughs> anyway, so 2022 Grammys, they will be on April 3rd. Like I said, that's late to me. Yeah. I think of Grammys and award seasons as like February and early March. So April seems kind of late, like to be talking about things that came out in September of 2020. Um, and it's going to be on Paramount plus as well as, uh, CBS. So, um, there you go. Now you know when it's coming out, so you, we can all watch it together. Uh, I might live tweet it. I don't know yet. I don't really like Twitter, um, <laughs> but I might. Who knows? Um, I think I think last time I did this, I may have started started at the bottom. Um, so I kind of you should kind of expect me to scroll through this a little bit more silently. Um, that's why I'm doing a lot more of my talking now, <laughs> getting it out of the way, is because um, I haven't looked at this list at all, so what you're seeing is completely fresh. Um, so I'm just going to look through the list and kind of tell you who I did or who I think is going to win and um, et cetera. But, um, so we'll just start from the top. We'll start from the big, the big top hitters, so we'll just get that out of the way. If that's what you were here and waiting for, then great. You can shut the podcast off afterwards. Or if you keep listening, then I love you more. But still, I still love you either way. Um, but uh, number one is record of the year, as obvious. Um, record, album, song, or artist, etc. Um, record of the year is an award to artist and to the producers, record recording engineers and or mixers and mastering engineers. That sounds like a and or mixers and mastering engineers. Doesn't that sound like a run on um, if other than artist? OK, uh, the nominees for record of the year are I still have faith in you by ABBA. Ah, 
Still have fa- uh, freedom by John Baptiste. I get a kick out of you by Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Peaches by Justin Bieber. Gross. Right on time by Brandy Carla. <laughs> Kiss me more. Doja Cat featuring uh, SZA. Is that it? Uh, SZA. Uh, happier than ever. Billie Eilish. Okay, that was the that was the last year one. Um, Mo- uh, Montero. Call me by your name. Uh, call me when you want me. Call me when you need. That song's great, man. It's fucking catchy as shit. Lil Nas X does not do wrong, man. <laughs> I know it's like it. It's very overproduced kind of music but it sounds great i don't even care it's catchy as shit uh, also he is not afraid to step on toes which i always respect when it comes to music uh driver's license by olivia rod or olivia olivia rodrigo apologies leave the door open by silk sonic you leave the door open it's great man great music now who do i think is gonna win first of all not who i think sh- who i think should win but um Knowing the Grammys, they always go with a safe winner. And I'm trying to think of the artists here who probably had man, I, I would I hate to say it, but I think probably um happier than ever is gonna win that. I feel like I get a kick out of you, the Tony Bennett song uh, and Lady Gaga. ABBA would be a cool win. I kind of want ABBA to win because it would be pretty sick to have an 80s kind of disco era band come back into the scene and then suddenly win a Grammy. That's fucking sick. I would love that. And I I did like that album. It just felt a little, um, I hate to say it, but it felt a little dated for, for a band that like I literally just said came from the 80s, <laughs> but felt dated. But it also felt a, a little what's uh, I want to say naked, but it, it felt like uh a little little bit unseasoned. Again, I told you, there's going to be a lot of food reference. <laughs> I'm a fucking food critic now because I've been watching MasterChef. <laughs> you know, um, it's bland. Where's the seasoning? <laughs> um, but the uh, honestly, that's kind of how I feel about the Abba's album. It's just um, it, it was just a little bit felt a little bit not boring is not the word because it was a fun album. It just felt like it was missing something like there was a, a key ingredient that was missing to push it over the top. And I don't really know what that was. Maybe like a cranberry sauce or something. <laughs> but anyway, um, I don't think Justin Bieber's going to win because he's a controversial choice. Um, uh, Tony Bennett, like I said, that would be a cool win as well. Tony Bennett, Lady Gaga. But I think that is their like Oscar. They always got one of those two. Grammys always have one of those. We got to recognize this jazz kind of era band just like the oscars is always going to have like a film noir artistic film that nobody's ever fucking seen um or like a a period piece oscars love period pieces man i'm drinking coffee here we go um so i just got a costco membership so i went to costco for the first time in i don't know maybe 10 plus years. I, I can't remember the last time I went to Costco. I do not like Costco, full disclosure. I don't have anything against the company Costco or the actual store itself. I have a problem with the people that go to Costco <laughs> because move. <laughs> it's simple as that. Um, I don't I don't mind when people just kind of walk around and enjoy themselves. But if you are standing in the middle of the aisle with your basket 
you need to be forklifted out of the building. <laughs> I'm sorry, but get the fuck out the way, man. Clear the aisle. If you're looking at something, get move over to the side so other people can walk by you. It's as simple as that. Don't run into people. It's fucking rude. Um, it's like... I always I've said this before, but um, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but the the groceries grocery stores as a whole to me feel like traffic, but I'm not in a car. <laughs> you know, that that's what it feels like. And it shouldn't because groceries and stuff like that, that should be a, a nice experience. You're trying to cook for people. You're trying to find things that you need. But people are always there in a rush like me. I got it get what I need and get out of here. And they don't care if they push people around or step on toes or cut people off or honk at them. <laughs> you know, so they don't care. They just are moving in motion and not paying attention. And it's very inconsiderate. Um, anyway, so that, that's my little speech, but again, so I went to Costco and the reason I'm drinking this coffee is because I got a fucking like, I don't know, tire sized, coffee <laughs> like it's fucking sick i'm like holy shit that's big um anyway yeah like i said i i haven't been there in like 10 years so i forgot how bulky everything was um anyway back to record of the year <laughs> who do i want to win so happier than ever is probably going to win because phineas is an amazing producer mixer engineer etc he he's really really good at that kind of work. And Billie Eilish is, of course, leading the charge. She's like the she's the the figurehead. But honestly, Phineas is probably a lot has a lot to do with why Billie Eilish is so popularized. Um, and he kind of sits behind the scenes. So he has great music, too, on his own. Uh, I kind of personally want. Um, actually, Silk Sonic might win that too, just FYI, because that's also kind of like a safe choice. And that's that's why I think they're going to pick for record of the year as a safe choice. Um, the people that probably deserve to win, Olivia Rodrigo, Driver's License. Um, yes, that is an overplayed song, but as far as the album is concerned, it's really fucking good. It was on my top 10. Um, but it would be kind of cool to see a little Nas X win as also. That's just like a that'd be kind of cool, kind of like the ABBA thing. That'd be kind of cool to see him win, you know. Honestly, I don't I don't have anything against any of these. Uh, Brandy Carlisle is an amazing amazing album that year too. They all of these are really good choices. The only one that I I I'm like I don't I did not like that is the Justin Bieber one. I'm not a big Justin Bieber fan, um, and I'm not a big Doja Cat person. Uh, that is not my style of music. Um, it's just not for me. I, I, it's fine if you like it, but whatever. Uh, soaking up a lot of time here. I probably won't go through every nomination. Um, but anyway, n- number two is album of the year. Uh, where am I at time wise? Let me check real quick. I can. I can uh, 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 Twenty minutes. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's good enough. Um, <laughs> stop here. Okay. See so you guys now. Album of the year is the award to artists and to featured arti- artist artists. Uh, songwriter of new material, producers, record engineers, mixer, masters, engineer, etc. Um, this is the part that I would recommend that you go to the Grammys website. Just like take you takes like 30 seconds. Just hop on there. Check out your album of the year and look how many fucking people are involved in these records, man. <laughs> this is why I'm like, these are pro. You're just selling a product. <laughs> You're tricking us. Um, but anyway. 
so these are very similar. We Are by John Baptiste. Um, Love for Sale, Tony Bennett, Lady Gaga. I didn't actually listen to the whole album. I did not know there was an album of that. Uh, Justice, Justin Bieber. My God, that one I think has the most people involved with it because it's probably overproduced and Justin Bieber is actually not doing a fucking thing other than showing up to the recording studio. I'm sorry. I don't like the man. Uh, <laughs> Planet Her, Doja Cat, uh, Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish. Uh, uh, that's small. It's just like Phineas. <laughs> it's Phineas and a couple other people. Uh, fin- Billie, o- Billie Eilish O'Connell, Phineas O'Connell. Songwriters are John Greenham and Dave Kutch. Mastering engineers. Okay. Wow. That it's literally a uh, Rob uh Kinliski. I'm probably saying that wrong. It's literally one, two, three, four, five people involved in that. That's that's a normal amount because they're also counting mixing and mastering and all that stuff. So um man, that's 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 pretty cool. That's pretty sick. Anyway. Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish. This is a good album, like I said. Um, I think it was on my honorable mentions, if I'm remembering correctly. Back of My Mind by Her. I think that might be the 2020 album. Let me see. Back on my mind. Um, I like Her. Her is pretty cool. Um, I don't talk about her. Nope, that's the, I think that's the last year's song one. Yeah, that is back in my mind. Studio album by her. Um, I I didn't care for last year's one. Um, I like my favorite her album is uh, I used to know her, um, which is probably the popular choice. But it is my uh, I, I really liked that album. I actually really like back of my mind, too. It just wasn't my favorite between her albums. Um, I, that one felt uh, I don't have any reason to, but she is just a good, good ass musician, man. Um, and there's a surprising amount of producers and people involved in that one too um looks like they they also put the featured artists on there too so that's taking up a lot of space um that that's a good one that would be a pretty cool choice as far as album of the year um happier than ever is probably going to win this but montero little nos x i didn't actually listen to the whole album i only have heard montero uh sour by olivia rodrigo also a small amount of people involved in that one kind of like a tales with evermore by Taylor, I said Taylor Swift. I meant Billie Eilish. Um, <laughs> Evermore by Taylor Swift. Um, that's a lot of feature artists, actually. Um, produced a lot of producers involved in this one, and uh, I'm trying to find writers. Anyway, uh, Donda by Kanye West. He can go to hell. Uh, so I don't. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Man, I hope. I hope. That Kanye does not show up and lose to Taylor Swift. That's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> because uh, there ain't no way in hell that Taylor Swift ain't winning this, right? <laughs> there ain't no way in hell. Okay, let, let's let's think about this logically. The safe choice here is not Kanye West. Because you do not want Kanye West to have a microphone on stage. It's as simple as that. And if you do... If you do give the award to Donda by Kanye West, which, by the way, I thought was a fuck fucking awful album, but all you know, neither here nor there. I thought the best album or the best song on Donda is a song called Moon, and it's just a Kid Cudi song. Like Kanye's not even featured in it. Um, but anyway, I did not like Donda. I thought it was bad. Uh, it, it is a little bit closer to the Kanye that we all know from like the early two thousands and nineties era, but. Man, Kanye is just a mess, man. That's a that's a episode for a different time. But 
Uh, Evermore, I think, is going to win this, though. I think it's the safe choice. Um, if you pick Donda, you got to put Kanye on a microphone. And based on how he tweets alone, that's probably not the smartest decision. Um, j- that's just a business decision. That's not even that's not even based on his fucking music. So Evermore, I think, is going to win this because oh, throwing my pop filter around um, because it's Taylor Swift. But also that album is phenomenal. Um, that that'll probably be an album review one of these days. I just haven't gotten around to doing that because I did folklore phenomenal. And then she released Evermore. I don't know if it was the same year or pretty close to it. I think they were the same year. Um, but she won for, for folklore and she should absolutely win for Evermore because it's like a part two of the same thing. Uh, although my personal choice for who should win this is probably Olivia Rodrigo again, because again, that was top, <clears throat> that was top tier for me when it came to last year. That album give, gave me chills. Taylor Swift is good, and I think lyrically speaking, Taylor Swift is absolutely phenomenal. Um, and it's an amazing album in its own right. But Olivia Rodrigo, I, I liked Evermore less than Folklore, but again, that's an album review for a different time. But Sour by Olivia Rodrigo, back, back to front, front to back, however you want to listen to it, shuffle the songs. You get chills, goosebumps, just a really good fucking well put together album. Um, and I think it should win. Uh, Montero by Lil Nas X. Ah, mm-hmm. I didn't listen to the album, so I can't really say anything. Back from my mind, I'd be fine with that. Um, safe choice here. The safe choice, the person that I think will win this is Taylor Swift. But if it's not Taylor Swift, it will be Billie Eilish. That's that's kind of my two cents on it. I don't think. Doja Cat's going to win. She'll probably be a snub here this week or this time. Um, okay, so song of the year. Moving on. A songwriter's award. A song is eligible if it was first released or if it first achieved prominence during the eligibility year. Eligible year? I think it should just be eligible year, not eligibility year. <laughs> um, who wrote this? <laughs> Artists' names appear in parentheses singles or tracks only so these are only one song clearly as the name suggests uh bad habits by fred gibson ed sheeran i don't know that song uh, a beautiful noise uh there's a lot of people titled here it looks like it's brandy carlisle song uh driver's license olivia rodrigo of course dan um fight for you this is a her song happier than ever billy eilish again wow she's really nominated kiss me more that is Rajay Shahid. I'm not really sure what that name is. Doja Cat. There we go. They have parentheses. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> leave the door open. That's Silk Sonic. Montero, call me by your name. A little Nas X. Peaches. These are all the same ones. They're copy and pasted of the song and album or album and record of the year. Um, I mean, I'm going to go with my choice again. I think it should be driver's license, but I, I think the safe choice again will be Billie Eilish. I think she's going to go home with three Grammys here, um, possibly two, if Taylor Swift wins. Um, best new artist, number four. The category recognizes an artist whose eligibility year releases, uh, excuse me, release achieved a breakthrough into the public consciousness and notably, notably impacted the musical landscape. This is this is always a weird award to me. I, I like it because you're recognizing an artist for basically exploding, you know, and becoming something huge and just out of nowhere becoming a gigantic musician, which is also kind of a 
has a little point to it. Um, it's a little sharp on the edge there because it, it in a way you're kind of slapping in the face any other new artists like, hey, you weren't good enough for this list, <laughs> you know, uh, and that, it's it's an odd award award to me. I, I it's just like, hey, thanks for existing, kind of award. Um, Aruf Aftab. Uh, Jimmy Allen, Baby Keem, Phineas, so Billy Eilish's brother, Glass Animals, Japanese Breakfast, The Kid, L- uh, Laroy? <laughs> what is that? Um, Arlo Parks, Olivia Rodrigo, um, Saweetie, that's a, spelled weird though, it's S-A-W-E-E-T-I-E, so Sweetie, but Saw-Eetie. Um... I know about three of these, three or four. Phineas is an odd one. I do know he technically released his album, his first like solo album without Billy. Um, so it's an odd choice to put him there. But I think if uh, assuming assuming the Grammys go how it normally does, Phineas is likely to win that, and then Billy Eilish will be on stage with him. I can just see it in my head right now. That he's actually winning his own award, and then his sister joins him on stage. His sister, who's famous because he did all the work. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> she did a lot of work too. I, I'm just bullshitting. Um, but I, I don't know the rest of these. I kind of feel bad that I don't. I don't know who Jimmy Allen, Baby Keen, Aruj, Aftab. Uh, I hope I'm saying these right. Um, Japanese Breakfast. That's a cool name. I like that name though. <laughs> Japanese Breakfast. That's a fucking band name. Um, who do I want to win as far as best new artist, um, Arlo Parks or Olivia Rodrigo? Um, I don't think Phineas would is he's considered a new artist, but I think he's more of a known artist that doesn't have his own shit. Um, but Arlo Parks and Olivia Rodrigo, they should absolutely win this because Olivia Rodrigo is literally nominated for album of the year. I don't know why Arlo Parks isn't. Maybe she didn't meet that threshold because that album that she put out is fucking beautiful. It's amazing. Um but anyway, uh Olivia Rodrigo is a safe choice though. I think maybe her or Phineas is going to win that. Um so here we're in the Pop Awards now. Number 5 is the best pop solo performance. I'm not going to read the little uh what this is. Um you can look it up. <clears throat> Anyone, Justin Bieber, Right on Time, Brandy Carlisle, Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish, Positions by Ariana Grande, Driver's License, Olivia Rodrigo. This is going to be Billie Eilish again. Uh, actually, Pop's solo performance, that's going to be the one where they probably give the person who's not going to win an award. So that actually might be Justin Bieber or uh, or Ariana Grande. Um because I don't think Justin Bieber's going to win album or record of the year. It could be wrong, and I'll be happy to be wrong. But at the same time, uh, that the safe choice would be to pick somebody who isn't going to win album of the year. So it probably won't be Billie Eilish, even though Happier Than Ever is a good uh, solo performance. But uh, again, I mean, this is kind of obvious for you at this point. But if Olivia Rodrigo's in there, that's, that's who I'm going to go for. So you just know that ahead of time. Uh, best pop duo group performance. I get a kick out of you, Lady Gaga, Lonely, Justin Bieber, Butter by BTS. Ooh, cool. <laughs> That's fun. Higher Power by Coldplay. I don't think I heard that song. Kiss Me More by Doja Cat. I do like the Kiss Me More song. That is fun. Uh, honestly, I hope BTS wins, man. <laughs> I know it's kind of weird, but I've, BTS is one of those bands that's like, 
like globally popular. You know, everybody knows who BTS is, at least I think, and to a certain degree. And whether or not you know their music, that's neither here nor there. But BTS is like the new boy band, and it's it'd be kind of fun if they won. But I also don't think they get recognized enough by like Academy Awards and stuff like that. They're more like I can't even call them a cult following because their fan base is in the millions you know it's 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 not a cult following if it's millions of them but excuse me uh okay best traditional pop vocal again so bts is probably who i want to win who will win that one best pop solo performance or pop duo group performance that might be lady gaga um lady gaga doja cat those feel Safe the Coldplay. I don't think they'll win anything. Coldplay is slowly becoming that like Nickelback Creed band that people dislike. I I didn't know this for a while. I actually like Coldplay, um, but I didn't know also like Nickelback. But to be fair, I mean yes, I know their band is basically cookie cutter when it comes to music, where it's just the same kind of random chord progression, etc. Maybe we'll do a Nickelback discography. That would be fun to actually give some credit back to a band that's been shit on for so long. Um, but Cold, Coldplay, I feel like, is becoming that band. The more and more I'm hearing more and more about people coming out and being like, they're shit. And I'm like, what What are you talking about? <laughs> you know? Um, but anyway, uh, best traditional pop vocal album. Do y'all have any of these opinions? Do you match them? You know, that's that's what those socials are for, right? Etc. Um, so, uh, best traditional pop vocal album. Let's see. Okay, so, uh, Love for Sale, Till We Meet Again. Let me adjust my microphone here. Apologies. Uh, a Tori Kelly Christmas. Ledisi Sings Nina. Uh, that's Life Willie Nelson. A Holly, uh, a Holly Dolly Christmas. Dolly Parton. Ooh, that's fun. Um, these are different. I like these. Um, I haven't heard the Nora Jones, but I'm not the biggest fan of live albums. Uh, that's life by Willie Nelson. You know what? I'm gonna give it to Willie. I I think Willie should win this. Willie or Dolly Parton. Either of those are really good. Um, I just don't like Christmas albums. Hence why Tori Kelly and Dolly Parton probably shouldn't or won't win this. But the Grammys are going to pick Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett, right? There's probably no debate there. Um, That's a safe choice, so that's what they're going to go with. Uh, The best pop vocal album, Justin Bieber, Doja Cat, Billie Eilish, Ariana Grande, Position, Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. I feel like a broken record now. I'm saying the same fucking bands. They're like, these people are nominated for everything. (laughs) These same like four artists. Um Anyway, that that one's kind of obvious again. I think it's probably going to be Billie Eilish, uh, but it, I want Olivia Rodrigo, etc. Uh, again, copy paste. Um, so now we're into the the stuff that I I'm not familiar with. So some of this I will skip over. Apologies if this is like your favorite music or genre or whatever. Um, I'll mention some of the bigger ones, but uh, you know, next thing we have is dance and a lot electronic music. That's stuff I don't listen to. Um, I also. I, I'm not really positive on what that means. Does that what quantifies as dance versus electronic music? You know, uh, is it all the same thing? Is this DJ music? Is this that kind of thing? You know, like it does have David Guetta on here or and um, people like Afro Jack and stuff like that. Like that to me is like DJ that that's, you know, Calvin Harris that 
you know, the bouncy kind of, you know, Avicii, that kind of stuff. Um, so I guess that's what this is. But dance, I feel like, is not necessarily the same as electronic music, so it's odd that they would combine the two. Um, it is considered dance music, I guess, whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, some of these, like, contemporary instrumental music, what what does even that mean? <laughs> you know, I'm a musician, and I'm pretty knowledgeable on music, I think, or at least I consider myself knowledgeable on music. I'm not, I don't know everything in the world, but, uh, like, that is very specific. Contemporary instrumental music. Um I'm not an instrumental person, so I haven't listened to any of these. I, I without looking at them, I haven't listened to them. <laughs> you know, uh, now we're talking. Okay, rock. This is stuff I know, so we'll probably cover this. Rock is best rock performance. ACDC, Shot in the Dark. Fuck yeah, dude. Black Pumas, Know You Better. Never mind. Um, <laughs> uh, Nothing compares to you by Chris Cornell. See, that came out a while ago in my head, and also I think it's post his death. So, rest in peace, of course. Uh, Ohms by Deftones. Wow. Making a Fire by Foo Fighters. Wow. Deftones is here. Whoa. I really like that Ohms record, man. That's really good. Uh, and I'm not the biggest Deftones person, um, but I, I do enjoy their music, but I'm not like a headstrong kind of fan or anything. But Ohms is a really fucking good album. Uh, but Shot in the Dark, man, it would be so cool if ACDC won a Grammy, but I, I feel like this is the category that unfortunately you won't see on TV. The only way you're seeing this is if Black Puma wins. And I think that's because it's a safe choice. But um, I I love the Black Pumas, though. I That fucking album that they released, and I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but I think this one says it's a live record, but the one that I'm thinking of is not a live record. Let me let me look it up just, just for posterity's sake. Uh, Black Pumas. What's happening? Oh, it's stuck. My cord was stuck on the seven. <laughs> it was just seven, 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 seven. Mushroom, mushroom. There's a reference for you. Um, albums, 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 albums. Sorry, I know this is probably tedious. Like I said, this is kind of a chill podcast anyway. Uh, Black. It was just their. It's just their self-titled chat. It's 2019 Black Pumas by Black Pumas. That song, Colors. You're my favorite color. Oh, man, it's so good. It's like, uh, it's bluesy, but it's kind of reminiscent of that, like, Gary Clark kind of sound, that guitar mixed with that kind of R&B slash blues. It's just mixing a lot of those genres that are fun and have a lot of heart and soul to it. And it's so good. I do like the Black Pumas, though. I, I, you know, I think I think they should probably win this, but I don't like live tracks, so I I hope ACDC wins this. Just just out of the same the same reason that I want ABBA to win. It's just this is a band that's from the eighties, nineties era. They've been playing the same shit forever, <laughs> literally. <laughs> you know, literally a chord. Um, and I want them to win just because it'd be kind of cool to see those guys up on stage at the Grammys again. But I don't even think we'll see this category. We're going to see a bunch of performance and then four awards. That's that's it. We're probably going to see best solo pop performance. And that's about it. Um, but Deftones, I kind of want to win this because I think that album's really good. Making a Fire, Foo Fires is really good, but I, I don't their last couple of albums haven't really hit me the same way in a while. Um, they have some really cool songs, but none of them have really like stood out to me. You know, I, I, I don't know that discography for Foo Fighters is definitely happening one of these days. They're on my list, but we'll see. 
Uh, now we're fucking talking, bro. Best metal performance. We won't even know. Unless you follow somebody like Loudwire on Instagram, you won't even know who wins this. Because <laughs> rock category metal, it's completely ignored by the Grammys outside of things you don't see. I bet the Grammys, the actual awards for the Grammys are probably like four to five hours long. Uh, longer <laughs> than... uh than what we see on TV. Because what we see on TV is, simply put, it's the popular shit. You're going to see four awards and 28 performances. I think that's what's going to happen like it is every year, which is fine. I love the performances. That's what I watch the Grammys for. I don't really care who wins the awards because, honestly, it doesn't make any of the artists that you enjoy less... uh, What's the word I'm trying to think of? Um... It doesn't make them any less of a powerhouse type of thing. You know, if you love the Deftones or hate them, it it won't change that if they win an award or not. You know, you can still love them. You can still hate them. Um, best metal performance, Genesis by Deftones. Now, that's interesting. The Alien by Dream Theater. That's a good fucking song. Amazonia, Gojira. There we go. I don't have to say anything else, right? Uh, Pushing the Tides, Mastodon, The Triumph of King Freak by Rob Zombie. It's got to be Gojira. It's got to be. Like that's that's my preference of who should win, but I also think that's who the Grammys will pick uh, is Gojira. Uh, there, there's no way they won't. Gojira is one of the best current modern metal bands. Um, these are all safe choices too. It's odd to see Triumph of a King Freak by Rob Zombie though. I think that's kind of a out there choice. These are also popular metal, so it's um, this you know somebody like Archspire they'll never be nominated for a Grammy even even though they are probably one of the most compelling metal bands out there um, for 2021 as far as albums are concerned or like Darko US like why aren't they on the new artists list this is what I'm talking about bro um, anyway <laughs> uh, I'm getting off track here uh, best rock song um, rock hard rock and metal all of my favorite songs this is Weezer. That's that's a good one. The Bandit, Kings of Leon, Distance, Mammoth, WVH. That's interesting. Uh, that, that WVH is a is a Wolfgang Van Halen. That's his the Van Halen's son. I, I, that's interesting. I didn't expect that to hear. Find my way, Paul McCartney. Waiting on War by the Foo Fighters. Um, this one's a little tricky. It's a little trickier when you get into these categories because they don't show them. So it's kind of hard to see where the Grammys might sway their opinions. Um, but that'll probably be Foo Fires or Paul McCartney. Uh, best rock album. With at least 51% playing time of new rock, hard rock, or metal recordings. Power Up by ACDC. I love it. I love it. Capital Cuts Love Live from Studio A by Black Pumas. No One Sings Like You Anymore, Volume 1, Chris Cornell. I think those are... Uh, songs that he didn't release. I think it's that kind of deal. Um, the same reason that Jimi Hendrix is able to release new albums, it's because he's had a, like a backlog of riffs and stuff that were recorded but never released. I mean, shit, if I I do, I have probably over three or four hundred riffs that I haven't done anything with. They just kind of sit on my phone. Listen to him occasionally and delete a lot of them. <laughs> Medicine at Midnight, Foo Fighters, McCartney 3 by Paul McCartney. That That's one that came out in 2021 or 2020. I remember that. Uh, Foo Fighters should win that, but uh, ACDC, I want them to. Uh, best alternative music. Uh, alternative is a big, big uh, thing that they only give one fucking 
category for. Uh, Shore by Fleet Foxes. Alternative music's like what you hear in retail. <laughs> I know that sounds kind of weird, but uh, like retail stores love indie and alternative music because it's calming for customers, but it's also um, non-controversial. <laughs> uh, so best alternative music album, Shore by Fleet Foxes. Fleet Foxes. I always want to say Fleet of Foxes. Uh, if I can't have love, I want power, Halsey, Jubilee, Japanese Breakfast. I need to check out this Japanese Breakfast band. I love that fucking name. <laughs> Collapse and Sunbeams, Arlo Parks, Daddy's Home, St. Vincent. Oh, man, I haven't heard the St. Vincent in a long time. Uh, I think Halsey should win this, although Arlo Parks, I will be equally happy. Um, I did not care for the Fleet Foxes album. Uh, I did not listen to Japanese Breakfast in St. Vincent. I did not listen to that. Um, so here we go. R&B. Let's just skip to the album. Best album of the year. Uh, best R&B album. Uh, Noah Al- Allegra, looks like. Snow Allegra. Temporary Highs and Violent Skies. We are John Baptiste. Uh, Gold Digger Sound. Leon Bridges, Back of Her Mind. Her... Back of my mind. Um, Hugh Tales, uh, Jasmine Sullivan. Okay. R&B. I've listened to a few of these, actually. Uh, I really like the Leon Bridges album. Um, Back of her mind, Back of My Mind by her is who I think should win this. And I think they probably will. I think her will win that. Uh, or John Batiste. Anyway, best rap performance. That's fun. Uh, we're going to skip that, though. I'm just going to go to the albums at this point, because that, that's albums is what I know. Albums is what I listen to. The, it's harder to pinpoint songs. Like, here's the best performance, but it's just like a single track. Like, I'm like, what album did that come from? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember the names of the songs, per se. Uh, best rap album, The Off Season by J. Cole. King's Disease 2, Nos. Fuck yes, bro. Um, Call Me If You Get Lost, Tyler, the creator. It's a good album. Donda, Kanye West. Donda, uh, Kanye West can go fuck himself. Uh, J. Cole. Oh, man, this is hard. Man, J. Cole's album was really good, too. Nas's was really good. Tyler, the creator, also. These are all very good albums, except for Kanye can go fuck himself. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that's my thing now. <laughs> uh, I just want to say it because he's a jerk, but uh, <laughs> he's being a jerk to people. Um, and oftentimes he's a jerk to people, and I feel like when he is a jerk, it's an obvious kind of I want to be in the spotlight for controversy type of move and not an actual Kanye move, you know? Like, I want to be in the spotlight for as much controversy as possible. The man needs to get back on his meds. (laughs) But um, King's Disease 2, I think, should win this. Uh, That Nas's album, King Disease 2, was so fucking good. I I knew from the second I started the album, I was like, man, this is about to be amazing time. And it really is. I, I love it. He's telling a lot of story in it. There's a lot involved. I do like Jake Cole, but um, the offseason wasn't his best album, I don't think. Uh, and Call Me If You Get Lost, Tyler the Creator, that's really good, but Tyler the Creator is very weird when it comes to artistry. Um, so I would barely call that a rap performance. Um, it's more artistic than that, um, to just say it's rap straight out. Yes, he is rapping, but it's just kind of, it's a little bit more artistic of a stylization. Um, King's Disease, straight up. Rap album, best one on here. Nas is amazing. Uh, so now we have country. I haven't listened to any of these. Um, 
So I'm going to skip it. Just FYI, <laughs> I don't listen to country music. I had a top 10 thing or a Spotify 10 thing where I tried to listen to country music and I just get bored. Um, new age. Uh, I don't jazz. I don't listen to jazz either. I won't even know who these artists is. I apologize. They're all amazing. Every single one of these artists that I mentioned is, is amazing. Except for Kanye. He can go fuck himself. <laughs> That's just my thing. Now I'm just going to do it. <laughs> but, um, gospel Christian music. I, I'm, I listen to metal. I do not listen to Christian music. Uh, best Latin pop album. That's pretty cool. Um, I, I Again, these are all things that I haven't listened to. American Roots music. Uh, reggae. That was fun. Fun. Reggae is cool. Global music. Man, I wish we saw more of these stuff. Children's music. Ooh, what's that? Activate 123 Andreas. All One Tribe. One Tribe Collective. Okay. Crayon Kids. That's a fun album name. <laughs> anyway. Um, spoken Word. Okay. I did. I listened to one spoken word. I don't remember what it is. I listened to one spoken word album last year. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't a traditional kind of spoken word album. It was an actual they were actual songs. Um, but the way the singer sung it was very spoken word kind of thing. Like we're kind of like as as nonchalant as I'm like talking right now, that's about as nonchalant as the singer was, but there was still music. The comedy album. Ooh, wait. Kevin Hart, Zero Fucks. Nate Bar- Bargatze. Uh, Louis Black, Louis C.K., Chelsea Handler. Man, I was hoping to see Bo Burnham on here. That's kind of a shame. Um, Bo Burnham should have that comedy album of the year. Music Theater. Uh, Android Lloyd Webber is on here. That's pretty cool. Um, Cinderella. Okay, cool. Uh, the thing with musicals is is sometimes they're they're things you've seen before, like Les Mis, for instance, Les Miserables. Um, that Cinderella, that's a story we all know. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if you saw Rent on here or something like that. It's just like they tend to do the same play, but different artists are doing different music for it and all that stuff. Kind of like the West Side Story situation or uh, whatever the one. Um, oh, gosh, what is what is he involved with? Uh, lo- uh, Miranda, Lin- Lin-Manuel Miranda, he-, he did that one. I'm sorry, this is probably very boring. <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to look it up to see. He did that one uh, movie this year. That came out this year. That was kind of mu- that was musical esque in the Heights. There you go. Uh, I think that was wasn't that also a West Side Story thing, or am I confusing that with something else? I can't remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> this, like I said, this is very boring. I won't cut it out though because I'm too lazy to cut it. Uh, but the uh, uh, there was a similar kind of thing. My whole point being is that musicals tend to kind of repeat themselves or the musical uh, theater. Uh, album category they tend to repeat themselves because late Miz is an old fucking play um so is phantom of the opera and all those things but they are still somehow up for awards even though it's music that was written years and years ago but it's new in context of whatever this new show is that's just a reiteration of the same thing um honestly phantom of the opera would be kind of cool to modernize i feel like that'd be kind of cool that'd be almost like a 
fucking uh, Batman. <laughs> That'd be like a gritty and dark kind of thing. Be kind of sick. Um, make it a horror movie. Make Phantom of the Opera horror movie. There you go. <laughs> I'm putting my I'm putting my stamp on that. Music for visual media in the heights. There it is. I could have scrolled down a little bit and found it. Uh, Cruella. Is this like soundtracks? I think that might be what this is. Respect by Jennifer Hudson. Wow, that'd be cool. That's pretty sick. Um, let's see. Best score soundtrack for visual media. Dune by Hans Zimmer. That'd be kind of cool to see. Oh, yeah. Mandalorian season two. Ludwig Goranson. Uh, fucking awesome, dude. I've not seen Soul. Is that good? John Batiste did that one. Queen's Gambit. Oh, I love that show, man. Queen's Gambit's the best Netflix show. And I've seen The Witcher. Queen's Gambit's better than The Witcher. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I know. Hot take. Uh, best song written for visual media. Now, these are the I like the it's interesting. They call it visual media. But essentially what they're saying is these are soundtracks for uh, movies because, you know, Corella, uh, Dear Evan Hansen in the Heights. You know, these are all these are movies. So they're basically just soundtracks. I mean, it's interesting that they wouldn't call it soundtrack, you know, for for movies or music for movies or something rather than visual media. Uh, visual media, I guess, is probably a safer way because you can include t- excuse me TVs and streaming movies uh, or short movies or short stories or things like that um, instead. So it's kind of cool. Um, <clears throat> I do want to do this best song written for visual media. And the only reason I want to mention this is because All Eyes on Me, Bo Burnham. There he is right there. Man, it took too long for me to find him on this list, huh? And that's an amazing album, and it's a shame that it's not more recognized. Uh, composing and arranging, uh, this is stuff I don't care about. Package notes and historical. I don't even know what that category is, so we're moving on. Production, we're moving on. <laughs> you know, this is these are these are the categories that I this is why they probably don't show it, is for the same reason that I'm doing this right now. Is I'm moving on. I, I don't know them. Maybe they're the least listened, but I want to make it very clear. That even though I haven't listened to these artists and stuff, they all, within their own right, deserve their own credit. Because these guys work hard. These people work hard. Um, So they should absolutely be recognized as far as Grammys. And I'm glad that there's categories on here that may not be the most listened to. But they listen to them enough to at least consider them in a reward show. So uh, you won't ever see any of these on the actual award show. I'm surprised the Grammys don't do the the movie category though um that's kind of shocking to me because i feel like the grammys and the oscars are a little bit um similar so i'm kind of surprised that they don't at least give a nod to the movie kind of stuff and then you see it again in the oscars and then the golden globes and all that stuff um but anyway they heard another uh music video slash film this is fun best music video shot in the dark acdc i haven't watched that one freedom by john baptiste I can get a kick out of you, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, Peaches, Justin Bieber, Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish, Montero, Little Nas X, Good For You, Olivia Rodrigo. If it's not Little Nas X for music video, then uh, then I don't care. <laughs> because music video-wise, that shit was TikToked the fuck out of. Um, <laughs> but best music film, Inside by Bo Burnham. Look at that, man. Billie Eilish, Happier Than Ever. Oh, weird. Oh, yeah, she did have that Disney Plus show, didn't she? Uh, Summer of Soul, David Burns, American Utopia, Music Money Madness, Jimi Hendrix, and Maui. 
Inside by Burnham, Bo Burnham. There you go. Uh, so that's the list, man. That that was the last last categories. Um, I know I just kind of breezed through those. I apologize if that's a little bit on the boring side. Actually, I don't apologize. I don't care. You chose to listen to it. Um, <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for checking out the channel. <laughs> um, but that's the Grammys, man. I, I'm excited to watch it because I because I love the performances. I like the Grammys. I find them enjoyable. They're fun to me. Um, they're not like. Uh, the best thing ever um, as far as award shows, especially this year, the fact that they're including 2020 kind of nominations, I feel like they're, they're limiting themselves. They should have what they should have done. Uh, Cause I know 2020 threw off a lot of these award shows and stuff. They had to delay the 2021s because of in-person stuff where they had to virtualize it. And then, um, so, so it threw everything off that like there were, there was, they got off track, so they had to come back on track. So it's shocking to me that they, even though they're still considering a year, why wouldn't they just do September 2020 to December 2021? You know what I mean? Just include it all, and that way, starting this year, you can do all of this year. So starting the, so the 2023 Grammys, which is for 2022, will include January to December. They, that's what it should be. And Oscars do this too, but Oscars have done this for a while, so it's less surprising. Um, this 2020 might have changed it a little bit, but Oscars for a while have kind of been in between last year and the year before. Um, so it's it's just odd to me. I don't know. It's an odd decision to not just let's get back to back on track. Let's just include the entire year. That way we account for everything that came out in 2021. So that way we're not always slightly off of center. You know what I mean? If that makes any sense, you know, that it's a balancing act, but I'm surprised that they, with a couple of months left in 2020, why wouldn't you just go all the way to December and that way you can include bands like Adele and things like that. So, um, anyway, I'm running out of breath, my stamina, I'm a, you know, I, I haven't practiced concentration breathing as well as Tanjiro and Demon Slayer, but <laughs> you know, um, anyway, I think that's it. That's like I said, this is kind of kind of laid back episode. You know, I hope you enjoyed it for what it's worth. You know, it may not be the um, it may not be the typical kind of thing that we do on this podcast, but I love these kind of episodes because I I personally I can just be like, you know what, let's let's look through that Grammy list. And then I sit down and I press record and I get started. That's exactly what I did today. You know, I woke up, I got dressed a little bit. I got some coffee ready, got some oatmeal and then I just hit record. That's it. I sat down, hit record. You've heard me drink the coffee. You haven't heard me eat the oatmeal. It's getting cold. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's weird. Um, I don't know if anybody else does this. This just kind of brought up this memory. But yeah, I know this is closing. You're probably like, God damn it, finish this off. Um, <laughs> but the uh, have you ever like watched those cooking shows and shit? And and I love I love cooking. Don't don't get me wrong. I. I want to experiment more, but it's hard to experiment in a in a budget. <laughs> so um, I also I when it comes to experimentation, a lot of cooks will be like, "Don't be afraid to mess up and throw it away and start over." To me, I don't want to throw away food. I want to get it right the first time. If I don't get it right, I'm gonna eat it and try again next week. <laughs> you know, I don't. I'm not the person to. Because I, I also I, you know I'm single male in an apartment complex. I'm not the type that's gonna throw away food like that's i'm gonna eat that i'm also not gonna waste food by keeping too much of it in my fridge because if i have too much food in my fridge some of it's gonna go bad over time you know 
If I fuck up the eggs, I'm not going to throw away the eggs. Unless, like, it's raw or something, which I don't cook raw food. Uh, or I don't eat raw food. I'll just keep cooking it until it's not raw. That's the one The one benefit I get to living at home and cooking my own food is uh, I can cook it till it's not raw. Like, oh, shit, it's a little bit raw on the inside. I put that shit back on the skillet. <laughs> you know, master chefs would be like, you can't do that start from scratch. <laughs> you know, I... I'm like, nah, bro, you just throw that shit in the oven real quick and blast it in the microwave, <laughs> you know? But uh, I do like cooking, and I, I, I do consider myself somewhat of a uh, a put-together cook. You know, I'm, I'm okay. I probably wouldn't say that I have a quote-unquote signature dish or anything fun. But but my whole point to this, I just got off the tangent. I could really do a podcast episode. If you want to see a podcast episode of me talking about MasterChef, Bro, you, you know what to do. You find that Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Buttermilk Boulevard podcast, and you tell me that you want to see a, a Master Chef review. <laughs> you know, I probably won't talk about the music, but I'll I'll fucking talk about that shit all day. I don't know why. I'm just in a mood. I've been I, I watched um, a couple like a month ago, two months ago. I watched Food Wars. It's an anime about food. Phenomenal, absolutely. It's probably my favorite anime now. And like I said, I like cooking. I like to watch those shows in general, uh, like Chopped and stuff like that. Of course, I'm going to give a shout out to that. People are probably thinking right now, Chopped, Chopped, talk about Chopped. Uh, all the Gordon Ramsay stuff is all on Fox, or it was. Uh, now it's on Hulu. But um, So MasterChef, yeah. So sometimes I'll watch those shows and I'll, I'll be like, my ass eating a tortilla chip. <laughs> like, mm. Gourmet. <laughs> Chef. <laughs> you know, it's like they're fucking... These people are have their, you know, careers on the line and shit. You know, they're they're like, I need to get the title of MasterChef. I need to cook this gourmet meal. It's just like a, a fucking perfectly seared scallop with, like, rosemary and, like, a, a sautéed onion and shit. And all this, this kind of stuff uh, with a sauce. And they do, like, the sauce on the fucking plate, like... Like, come, just put it on the food. <laughs> like, I know plating and presentation's great, but don't put my sauce away from the food. I don't want to have to dig my fork in and then move it somewhere else to get sauce. Put it on the food or put it in a little saucepan next to it. I'm in Texas, goddammit, put ketchup on the plate. <laughs> but um, anyway, I'm getting off track. There's actually a lot of Texas people in MasterChef, too, which is kind of fun to see. Because anytime they have a steak competition, the Texas guys do it right. <laughs> you know, I don't know why, but anyone who's from Texas, they're like, I know how to cook steak. And then they give them like an octopus. They're like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> but what is this? Octopus? <laughs> I've seen this on porn. No, <laughs> but... Anyway, uh, I'm getting off trap, but yeah, like it's, I'm sitting here like judging these people like, mm, they fucked up too much salt in that, too much salt in the fucking calamari. And I'm sitting here eating a tortilla chip being out of a sauce bowl, <laughs> you know? Um, anyway, got, got a little bit too, too excited there. Um, anyway, guys, that's going to be it for this episode. Again, I'm James Buttermilk Boulevard, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know, the deal. Uh, subscribe, follow, whatever it is on your favorite podcast. So if you leave a like, if there is a like available, that'd be cool. Um, if you like video games, uh, Gentle Metalhead uh, is the name of my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Gentle Metalhead. I put links in the description as well. Um, or uh, 
If you go to YouTube, I do have a YouTube channel where it's kind of a backlog of the Twitch stuff. You can subscribe to that if you want, or if you just want to watch me play shit and talk shit, I do that too. So, um, anyway, that's it. Hope you enjoyed. Thanks so much for checking out the channel. If you're new, welcome. I hope you stick around. Hope to see you next time. If you're a returning member, thank you for checking out the channel. You're my favorite type of pancake. Anyway, thanks everybody. Y'all take care out there. Stay safe. Keep healthy, etc., etc. Next time you hear from me, I'm probably a finished Master Chef because I'm binge watching the fuck out of it. But uh, thanks, guys. Y'all take care. Stay safe. Peace out. Rock on. <laughs>